federal IT dashboard is getting a makeover. One reason for the redo is the availability of more data about federal IT and getting that data faster than ever. Nima Negabon is Chief Executive Officer of Kinetica, Kinetica sponsoring today's Daily Scoop podcast in partnership with AWS. Nima, welcome. Thanks for coming on the program today. What are you seeing as far as this volume of data that agencies are able to get? What tools are they using to be able to parse that data and interpret it and do stuff with it with the speed that they're able to now? Welcome, Nima. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me, Francis. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're seeing this continued you know, explosion uh, in, in the data volume, and you know what's more of a you know emerging trend is uh, that the the data recency, right? You know, having that data con- you know constantly streaming in and being able to actually analyze it in a meaningful way is you know what you know uh, government enterprise uh, IT professionals and you know organization leaders are looking for, right? They're looking for that single pane of glass that shows them you know the latest data, right? Where they have the ability to actually uh, do decisioning analysis at the speed of thought. Um, and that's really, um, you've, you've got the market kind of coming online with the, the value that that can provide and how they operate their enterprise, right? And government has uh, always been ahead on, on the sensor front as far as the amount of sensor data that they collect uh, and where they're you know, really coming online here is understanding how to take real time and make it you know, a, a really actionable uh, set of uh, decisions and, and uh, you know, uh, operations that they perform for for their enterprise. I like that term single pane of glass is the dashboard concept. Like the one I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, the best way to go about doing that in 2022 that I, I mean, we've had dashboards around the federal government, at least for a number of years now. And I wonder if that's even the best way to do it today. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's part of it, right? I mean, you know, in the past, the idea of the dashboard has been something that's while it's updating constantly, it's not something you can interact with. The key difference that you know, think you know, solutions like Connecticut provide is it allows you to look at something, say, hey, that you know, that doesn't look right, and then actually do further analysis, right? So, you know, the past decade of of you know, real time monitoring has been, hey, I know the things I want to monitor, right? And so I will you know, continuously just update these uh, accounts to show that, and it's 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 a fairly static uh, information asset. And now you have uh, tools like Connecticut that allow you to uh, not only get that real-time uh, monitoring, but then dig in and, and double click. Uh, and that's really important because, you know, sometimes there's false positives and sometimes, you know, you really need to be able to do that, uh, you know, follow an analysis to say, this is legitimate and, you know, we need to do something about it. Yeah. Do, doing something about it I, I, is the term that I hear IT professionals and all kinds of decision-making professionals all across government saying about their data. Um, a long time ago, when I first started covering this, people were talking about the concept of how you can use your data to ask questions of it to help make decisions. And we're yeah. still there, it sounds like, in 2022. It sounds like we're still understanding the best ways to shape it, collate it, curate it, to then be able to ask it questions and do stuff with it, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, a big part of it, of like AI and ML and decisioning is actually understanding the data and being able to do data exploration, right? So, um, you know, a lot of the tooling that's out there has been built around, you know, known questions and knowing what to look for, knowing what to ask. And you haven't had the solutions that allow you to really explore and find the unknown unknowns or find that needle in the haystack. And, and that's the real difference with Connecticut is that, you know, we're really driving that 
that uh, experience in a way that's you know really easy for your you know data engineering teams and your IT teams. When you have a lot of stuff, as agencies are realizing they do, right. I, I think they become more aware, don't they, that they probably not only had more than they thought they had, but they probably still have more they haven't discovered, right, Nima? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, you know, with uh, you know things like uh, I don't know with Kafka and Confluent and how ubiquitous that's become, right? You've got uh, a great consolidation of these data data streams and assets all landing in one place. And for the first time, you have a, a place to look um, to really say, well, what, what can we be doing with, with you know, these different data streams? And um, you talked about like kind of the collating and, and the, the cataloging. Uh, there's been a tremendous effort across government and the commercial space and a lot of solutions out there that really have been focused on just that effort. and you, you've gotten to a point of maturation where they do have, a, you know, a, a lot of times a good catalog, right? Um, but understanding what what is actually in those data streams, in those data sets, and what new data products they can make that can actually drive, um, you know, new new actions is is the whole kind of next phase of this, right? You know, we've gotten everything organized now for the most part. Um, you know, I think the two thousands for for government and, and their you know the, the early uh, teens. Is all about just sensor connectivity, getting stuff landing in, right, and then getting it cataloged. And now we're we're getting to a place where it's about fusion, about analysis, about you know really understanding the data and seeing how you know different data points link up and you know what new insights that uh, could drive for that organization. In that timeline that you just laid out, Nima, where is confidence in data quality on that timeline? Is that something that we're still kind of working through in the government community? Or is that something that we can say, yeah, I think we're past that and agencies can pretty, be pretty confident at maybe the quality is not that great, but at least they know what the level of that quality is. Yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's, that's a per organization effort, right, to really go through that. And I think there's definitely, you know, data quality issues that need to be uncovered, right, and investigated in the data analysis tool. I mean, to look at data quality, you need to be able to actually look at all of the data, right? And you need to have SMEs and, you know, have, have a tool for them to, be, you know, easily use. So, you know, every organization, you know, is kind of going through that timeline. And, from what I've seen, it's gotten to a pretty good point. But yes, that's something that never goes away, um, and it, it's definitely uh, getting easier because you have you know engines like Kinetica that make it really easy to just you know churn through all of the data. Like as an example, we've had customers that have a lot of radar data, um, and you know understanding how well we're actually you know deciphering the radar signal to get to that XY. Kinetica makes that a lot easier because you can look at all you know all the geolocation. Uh, points that the radar is uh, putting off, right? So similar, that similar story goes across the board, you know, across all the government. Are there places where the government is ahead of the private sector in data regarding any of the topics that we've talked about so far? Yeah, federal IT has had sensor, you know, a, a high volume and a variety of sensor data a lot earlier than kind of commercial enterprise, right? They've spent time thinking about that first phase, which is connectivity and collection, right? So they've really conquered that. And if you look at things like uh, JADC2 in the DOD space, where they're really now thinking on a much broader scale around a whole kind of universe of sensors, right? And the connectivity uh, challenges there, and then the analytic and ML challenges there. You can see, especially in the DOD front, 
that they're really thinking about that next phase of IoT and, and leveraging sensors and streaming data. Because, um, you know, looking at commercial, most commercial endeavors, it's still a lot about kind of connectivity collection and then, you know, analysis on that single stream where DOD is thinking about, you know, we've got a universe of, of sensors here. How do we make sense of it? How do we make a framework that all of the DOD can use? Yeah, and it's fascinating to me, Nima, because that universe is continues to expand. I had a conversation with a data professional in the Pentagon last week, and um, this person said, I thought 10 years ago we were sticking sensors every place we could stick sensors and we're thinking of places today to stick them that nobody ever imagined before. So this is this is the beginning of this, right? This is we haven't we haven't hit a crest. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a interesting story on multiple levels. It's there's a hardware story to to this because there's a lot of innovations in the sensors themselves, what we measure, you know, the form factors, there's a connectivity uh, evolution here. So 5G is a big part of this, right? And making it uh, much easier to uh, be able to collect richer data, more high fidelity data. And then there's an analytics and ML story here where, you know, now that you have this rich set of data that's coming in at this volume and speed, how do you make sense of it? How do you find these interconnections that, you know, uh, may have been missed in the past? How do you present it to the user in a way that's meaningful? How do you action, right? All of this is coming online now, and it's, you know, all of these things are, are you know, coming to this maturation point. So it's an exciting time um, in this, you know, IoT, you know, real-time data space. That's where the, the ultimate benefit is going to be, too, isn't it, Nima, that you can use this stuff instead of just storing it, that you can use, as we talked about earlier in this conversation, you can ask it stuff, you can make decisions with it and, and make it really actionable, right? Absolutely. Right. You know, to be able to have that single plane of glass, do the that analysis, then, you know, derive insight and then set those insights as things to, you know, continuously monitor for so that you get alerts or you action other uh, parts of your, your enterprise. Um, that's what this is all about, making that easy and um, doing it across all of your data sets, because, you know, each different uh, data set is really, you know, a different viewport into, you know, your organization and, you know, visibility is such such a challenge for enterprises that are as large as the ones we're talking about. Nima Negabon of Connecticut, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on the program today. Thanks for having me, Francis. Appreciate it.